Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an ind indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing off official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, you just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines and easily find your best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with my promo code, POD, that's P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Uh, I think we're going to go back to putting the hey, spread the word message back at the end, because oddly enough, since I started doing that, the listens have dropped off, and so we're going to vote with your voices, as it were, or however you want to look at it. We'll put all that shit back at the end. Uh, just to dive right into it, it's been a really interesting week thus far. Um, the world is not doing any 180s in any sort of rapid succession. Things are not coming around to be all of a sudden miraculously fixed. The powers that be are just going along beating that drum that they're full of shit. Uh, no surprises there. Nothing has really changed other than more ridiculous fuckeries going on. In a move that a lot of people seem to think is heralding the future of the internet, which I find personally unsettling, uh, Facebook unveiled their new rebranding plans, you know, and that their rebranding is Meta, which I suppose sounds like it's going to be so futuristic and advanced, and the Meta spaces is the future of the internet, which is something a lot of people are saying, and I'm not saying it's not true. And if you're not really clear on it, it's kind of like VR. It's the future of the internet. Okay, that's great. The fuckheads that run Facebook are literally the last people I think should be in charge of the future of a goddamn thing. They have repeatedly been proven to have their independent fact-checkers being full of shit. They have proven more than once that they are willing to flag and censor things that don't agree with their narrative, regardless of how accurate they are. And then they point to their quote-unquote independent fact-checkers as... Oh, look, our fact-checkers proved this was wrong. I saw a statement, and it got turned into a meme, which makes it even funnier, where the original meme was, you were, all you millennials were about to find out why your great-grandparents saved all their bacon fat and reused their aluminum foil. 
and the independent fact checkers said there is no evidence that people ever saved bacon fat or reused aluminum foil. I can speak, there is evidence. I saw my grandparents wash aluminum foil. I personally still save bacon fat. It's just further proof as to what a crock of shit these independent fact checkers actually are. When you have a fact checker who hasn't been alive long enough to have seen certain things, they cannot ver verify or vouch whether those things actually happened. Particularly because we don't teach history anymore. We don't talk about the past. We don't talk about the shitty things that happened. We're too busy focusing on the really shitty things that happened instead of things that are you know, actually relevant because they, these aren't things that will stir up division. They might actually prepare people for the shit that's coming down the pike. And unfortunately, it looks like the assholes in charge are perfectly comfortable with this fact. The division of the country serves their purposes. It, they keep seizing more and more authority. We're finally starting to see some little rumblings that some shit might actually start to come back. We've had a, a judge in D.C. say that Biden's vaccine mandates are overstepping his presidential authority, which technically they fucking are. This man is not a dictator. He is not the chosen one who gets to rule the country as he's fucking seen fit. And he's been abusing his executive authority to write executive orders. It's basically, as the commander-in-chief, his primary duty has nothing to do with all the bullshit he's been trying to force through on this country. He's not doing things through legislation. It's, he's circumventing the rule of law, which is what this country is supposed to be founded on. And that's what the judge found, and the judge was not wrong. And I think it's a start. It, I don't know how well it's going to receive. I don't know if it's going to be overturned by a higher court. But for now, it's a start. It's a moratorium on people losing their jobs because they don't want to get the vaccination. And again, I'm not anti-vaccine by any stretch of the imagination. I think there's a lot of good that has been done by vaccinations. I, I, I don't have polio. I don't, I don't have any of, you know, I don't worry about going out and getting dende fever or any of this other shit because vaccinations exist. Uh, am I pro having your choice taken away in the matter? No, I'm not. Particularly when we're talking about a vaccine that doesn't prevent transmission of anything, does not prevent you from getting it, does not prevent you from spreading it. It only mitigates the effects on your body. That's all it does. So realistically, I don't think you have a right to force that choice on people. When it comes to something like, yes, stopping the spread of polio or yellow fever or the plague, yeah, that's a different story. That is something where I can see saying if you want to go to public school, you have to have your kid vaccinated. I get that. And I know a lot of people that are claiming religious exemption or whatever. It's not necessarily a religious matter for them, but it's more a matter of principle. And unfortunately, the system doesn't allow for exemptions based on principles. But for some reason, despite our principles of separation of church and state, religious exemptions exist, even though principle exemptions don't. That's a whole nother soapbox to get off on. But anyway, point being, we finally got some judges who are saying, no, this is not kosher this is you're you're overstepping your bounds old man and the simple fact of the matter is the the yammering prick is and then we have depending on how much stock you put in i don't i don't put a whole lot of faith in anything i read on the internet but there's also rumblings that there's a lot going on within the party itself and within the white house and within the cabinet where uh the vice president worthless sack of ass that she is and her staff not the actual presidential staff but the vice presidential staff have started referring to their president the guy she got elected under 
And I thought that was a crock of shit and a fraud anyway, because until she got the offer to be the vice president, she was calling him a rapist and all this other shit, saying, you know, that she believed all the accusations about him until they offered her, you know, an olive branch and said, look, shut the fuck up and you can be the vice president. And then she was, all right, let's go, Joe. And uh, now she's going around, apparently, supposedly, allegedly, referring to him as the Titanic and talking about how his administration is going to sink horribly and people are going to be demanding him get ousted. And basically, this cackling fucking harpy is salivating at the chance. And again, this is all allegedly. I'm not there. I'm not in Washington. I haven't witnessed any of this firsthand. But I kind of don't have any trouble whatsoever believing this bitch would be walking around the White House looking forward to him getting ousted so she could take the reins. I honestly believe that was the intention of the Democratic Party from the jump was they knew she couldn't get elected as the candidate, but she will still be the Democratic first female, not only first female, but first female of color. Holy shit, we're ticking all the boxes. She's going to be the first president because Joe's not going to make it four fucking years. And I really don't think he is. I don't I don't know whether he's going to you know, have a health issue and have to step down or drop dead or they're going to find him incompetent or they're going to find him in contempt of the country and throw him in jail. Who knows? But I don't see him making it to term. I really don't. And, you know, with all the... We're still getting a lot of counties that are questioning election results. It's been over a fucking year. And they're still saying, you know, we don't think any of this is accurate. Or almost a year. I'm sorry. I'm getting, getting ahead of myself. <laughs> and so that's all well and good. Problem is, a lot of these contentions, instead of coming from traditionally Democratic spots, or despite the fact that a lot of traditional Democrats are severely fed up with the administration and the laundry list of broken promises and flat-out lies that they use to get into their positions right now. And you've got... You know, the shambling Pelosi trying to bail water to keep the ship from going down. But the simple fact of the matter is the general population is sick of the fucking administration in as it sits. The top th- three of the top ten songs in this country right now are all variants of Let's Go Brandon. If you're living under a rock, Let's Go Brandon was a misinterpretation of the phrase fuck Joe Biden by the media, which goes back to why we don't trust mass media these these days, because it was very audibly fuck Joe Biden. And the stupid anchor, instead of just trying to say, oh, well, we, we're going to have to cut this segment, goes, oh, look, the crowd's chanting, let's go, Brandon. Fucking idiot. Okay? None of us heard let's go, Brandon. People with friggin' hearing aids still heard that they were saying fuck Joe Biden. It wasn't even mumbled. It was very clearly enunciated. And it has been spreading through you know, college football games, food courts, meetings, and basically anywhere where people are assembled. And this is happening in areas that were con- traditionally considered democratic strongholds. New York City in Manhattan, a food court burst out into chance of let's go Brandon in the middle of the fucking day for no apparent reason. That should tell you something. They are not doing their job. They're not serving the people and the people are getting fucking fed up. And, uh, you know, I, it's, I don't want to sound incendiary or anything, but are we getting to powder keg levels where shit might happen? Who knows? I mean, we can hope there's not too much blowback for the regular people. We can hope that when the powers that are in place realize they're losing their grip on our society, they don't decide to wage war on their own country 
overtly. I want to say they've actually the common people are under attack by the administration, by by the entire governmental structure at this point. We are not being served by our public servants. They are they believe they are there to dominate and rule us, and that's not the fucking case, and it never should have been the fucking case. We shouldn't be in this position, but we are. So we have to do what we what we will to get through, and hopefully things will correct themselves things will get back to how they're supposed to be hopefully if they do decide to unleash the military on the citizens of this country most of the military people will remember they are citizens of this country as well and their oaths of office and their obligations and their sworn duty does not include firing upon their fellow citizens so just to put that out there i i honestly people that are called to serve by and wide i have a lot of respect for the majority not all of them i don't have a I don't give any one classification of any group of people automatic respect just for being in that group. But by and wide, I've, in my personal interactions with soldiers, the vast majority of them are respectable individuals. They have a decent code. Not all of them. It's never in all of them. And I've also met plenty of service members who I thought were utter pieces of garbage, whether it was because they were walking around thinking they were better than somebody because they were in the service. I mean, no, you, you may have made an admirable choice for all the right reasons, or you may be an arrogant sack of shit and you're somehow doing it to compensate. You're not getting an automatic pass. I'm still going to judge you based on how you behave, how you treat other people. So I don't doubt that there are some assholes that are in the service for all the wrong reasons, and they are just waiting for the opportunity to lord that power over anybody they can, including their fellow citizens. And there will be cases like that. I'm just hoping that the the good ones don't let those ones become too influential. And if they're in a position of too much authority or too much power, that they, if the situation arises, that they do the right thing and take these assholes down. But if not, there's a lot of retired active duty or retired former active duty servicemen in, and women in the general population now that aren't going to take that shit and they're just as well trained as most of the younger still active duty ones if and if nothing else they might be a little more dangerous because they're older more experienced and probably a little more vested in protecting what they've got in their lives and they're not just gonna let somebody come along and take it and frankly the retired duty personnel even the ones that are older but they vastly outnumber the active duty things so the people that are airing it and think they're automatically gonna be able to just come in here and roll over the, the general population better remember that but I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. And so to discuss another wonderful piece of legislation that they're trying to ram through based on promises being made by overstepping their boundaries and trying to use executive authority that doesn't actually exist to make policies, they're now offering compensation or attempting to offer it. It hasn't passed yet. They're not. I honestly hope it doesn't go through that they're talking about giving everyone who was illegally and illegally residing in this country first first key thing about this point illegally as in you did not go through the proper channels you did not emigrate here properly and whether you were trying to claim asylum or whatever your excuse was when you got caught doing something illegal Instead of going through the channels, there are channels to claim asylum. There is a way to get temporary residency while they process to find out whether or not we are going to give you asylum. There are right ways and wrong ways of doing things. And honestly, some of the people that are the most vocal, 
vocally opposed to all these illegal aliens getting this situation are the legal aliens, the ones who actually came here the proper way, filed the proper proper paperwork, became either resident visa resident aliens on a visa or became citizens of the United States. The people who actually went through the channels and did things the right way, by and wide, are so opposed to the ones who decided to sneak in and got caught getting these checks. Where the government, the president is talking about offering four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per individual that were arrested under Trump's policies. This has nothing to do with justice or what is right, because there are still people locked in fucking cages. They've been locked in those cages under the current administration. It's a it's a lot of fucking hypocrisy. It's about trying to say, oh well, we're making this other asshole look bad, and. Biden just throws this number out. Oh, well, we're going to get sued by these people. You know what? So one of the first things I feel obligated to point out is we're going to get sued by these people as non-citizens of the United States. They are not automatically guaranteed all the rights and protections that a citizen would be. They are not guaranteed a certain degree of... I mean, everyone has basic human rights, and I'm not trying to say they don't. What I am trying to say is they don't necessarily have any legal footing to say we're going to sue the U.S. government for how they treated us because that's now how, you know, the Constitution says our, 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 our treatment was unconstitutional, I heard, is one of the statements people are saying. The Constitution does not apply to non-citizens of this country from a legal standpoint. That's not a matter of, oh, well, it's the law of the land. The law of the land is applicable to the citizens of this country. There are laws for everyone that you have to obey while you're in the in the country, but that does not necessarily mean you are guaranteed all the rights and privileges that go along with being a citizen of this country. You are not guaranteed to have the government take care of you because you are in the territory just because you're here. And a lot of this, it's a lot of splitting hairs going on. Ultimately, my, my issue with this is these people who did something illegal, it's right in the word, illegally sought asylum in the United States... They did not go through the proper trainers. They did not follow the proper procedures. And like anyone else who does something illegal is subject to being arrested and detained. Yes, families were separated. You know what happens when DCFS comes into somebody's house and finds that the parents are are not following the law and they're putting the children into danger by violating legal precedent? The family is separated. Nobody offers families that are broken up by the federal government a check if they are citizens of this country. It's you're breaking, you're breaking the law. These are the consequences of your actions. The same standard should be applied to people that are coming here illegally. And I'm not saying little kids should have been put in cages. I'm not saying it was handled properly. What I am saying is we can remedy the situation without adding another couple billion dollars in settlement money to the already ridiculous definite deficit that is being created by these assholes who are overreaching their boundaries, spending money they don't have. You know, and they don't care because it's not their fucking money. The, the, the income that they are going to take to pay out all these settlements and to give all these people money and to put them living way better than the vast majority of the current legal residents and legal citizens of this country is not going to come out of the coffers of the fucking politicians that are going to pass this into legislation. It's coming out of your pockets and my pockets. It's coming out of the pockets of anybody who has to go to work every day to make ends meet, who has to go pay, get a job to pay bills. It's ridiculous. And 
all this all these personal pork projects and all the ridiculous extra spending that is in every one of these proposed budgets they're not budgets because they're not spending within their limits they're not living within their means and all these assholes are so out of touch that they somehow think that their jobs are justified they give themselves a raise every fucking year every year they make more money than they need to sustain themselves they're living well beyond their means they are running this country like it is their personal credit accounts where they can't live within their means so they give themselves raises they can't run the country within the budget so they just keep raising the debt ceiling increasing the amount of debt deficit spend like it's fucking going out of style every single one of these fucks should be recalled should be terminated should be fired we should we should be putting legislation in place to prevent this shit from happening. If they can't run the country efficiently, they're not doing their jobs. If they're not doing their jobs, they should not be getting raises. If you or I don't perform well at our jobs, we don't get raises. Hell, some of us do amazing at our jobs, and we still can't get raises because the money's not there. And realistically, when it comes to federal spending, the money's not fucking there. They're taking from the future. They're mortgaging money that hasn't even been earned yet. And then on top of that, they make our actual money worthless by in causing inflation through printing money without anything to back it. The dollar is plummeting, and it, before too long, it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be a joke anymore. It's going to be, we are going to be washing our tinfoil to reuse it until the shit falls apart, because we're not going to be able to go out and buy anymore, because even if we do have the money, it's not going to be on the shelves. The complete backlog of the way sh all the cargo ships that are that hasn't changed cargo ships are still moored out in the ocean and some of them are adrift because they can't even get close enough to the to the land to be able to drop anchor so they're drifting and that means they're having to burn up fuel to try and stay relatively close to where they're supposed to be so the currents don't completely fucking push them beyond where they're supposed to be honestly as much as i hate to say this those cargo ships should be steering towards any ports they can find in central and southern america at this point just so they can fucking unload. And I guess this is as good a spot as any. We'll take a little break, come back in a couple minutes, wrap up the episode, rant for another 15, 20 minutes. Who knows? We'll see how it plays out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so thanks for bearing with me on that. Now, back to the thing I was bitching about to begin with. The whole, the complete lack of an understanding of economics that the Democratic Party is showing and the problem that they are sitting in control of things between the commander-in-chief thinking he has the authority to just hand out checks because he thinks he should and the fact that they are trying to apply all these things in the names of Oh, well, these people were traumatized by having their families torn apart when they were caught doing something illegal and had to face the consequences of doing something illegal. And, again, that sounds callous, but I, I really don't give a fuck. That's the long and the short of it. I feel bad that there are people that need to escape shit situations and come to the U.S. 
and are trying to escape. I feel bad that the system is so backlogged and fucked up that people feel like coming in illegal is the only way to do it. But that does not change the fact that it is fucking illegal. If you get caught committing a crime, you don't get a fucking check. And it's not like it's, you know, half a million dollars per family. It's half a million dollars per person. So some of these families are looking at two, three million dollar payouts. And it's, again, coming at taxpayer expense. It's not coming out of the coffers of any of these fucks that are trying to push this through. It's coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of my pocket. And here's the thing where I, I, it, where it just really offended the shit out of me. And I am always saying, you're offended, so what? And, and this part really pissed me off because the media is not bringing it up. Even the people who are calling out how bullshit this policy is are completely missing the part of, yeah, you're worried about the traumatized people who were doing something illegal and got caught and put into a detention facility. How about all the people that were traumatized when they lost their jobs because of the pandemic regulations that were put into place and all the things that they did in the name of trying to quell something that's been going on for over a fucking year and a half now? What about those people's trauma? What about the trauma of small business owners who lost their businesses because they could not function and stay open under government-mandated situations. Circumstances that were created through no fault of their own cost them everything, cost them their livelihood, cost them their family business, cost them their nest egg. A lot of small business owners have everything they have tied up in those businesses, and they lost them because they could not function under the mandates being put in place by the government. Where's their check for their trauma? Where's their check for the, the shit that they had to go through? Because a bunch of people that have no connection to what it's like to live day to day anymore set a bunch of rules in place, supposedly in the name of the greater good, and have yet to relinquish that power that they granted themselves, have yet to do anything to really alleviate the situation. They just keep saying, oh, well, we just need to take a little more of your freedoms, a little more of your rights, a little more of your liberties. It's in the name of making sure everyone is safe. Bullshit. It's in the name of control. It's in the name of abuse of power. That's Call it what it is at this point. They're not looking out for anyone's best interests other than their own. And they're fucking hypocrites. They, they, they have this mindset that is extremely outdated considering the technology of today's current era. These assholes that are out here preaching, wear your masks, socially distant, don't seem to realize there are fucking cameras everywhere and we have access to them. They make these you know, virtue signaling bullshit showy posts of like, oh, here they're taking the official picture. Everyone put your masks on. Without thinking about the fact that everyone standing around that's seeing them all buddy-buddy, masks down, bullshitting, acting like they, you know, it's just another day to the, the, these fucks when they think the cameras are off and these pictures get taken and they get put out there in the internet and they're everywhere. They're there to be seen if you want to look for them. There is an overwhelming volume of proof that these people are full of shit. One rule for thee and another for me. It's utter horseshit. If you really need to actually see some proof of these issues, just stop and look in the backgrounds of pictures of celebrities or pictures of politicians anytime they're out in public and they have their masks down. You know who has their masks on? The waitstaff, the maintenance people, the, the, the peasants, the peons, 
the people who don't necessarily matter to these egotistical, egomaniacal fucks. And if you really want to know, if you need further proof that these mandates are bullshit and they are utterly ridiculous, it's about control, it's not about anybody's actual public safety, the simple fact of the matter is when they try to force through a mandate saying all federal employees must be vaccinated to maintain their employment, and then they include an exemption for members of Congress saying, oh no, we don't have to follow these rules to keep our jobs, but you have to follow them to keep yours. If you can realize that and somehow justify in your mind that that's not hypocritical bullshit, you are part of the fucking problem. These people are arrogant. They are entitled. They are just so utterly full of shit. And people are getting fed up with it. And that's the best thing I can say about this situation is the people who are getting to the point of this is not okay and we are not going to allow you to do this anymore are starting to finally vocalize and finally say enough's enough. We've had enough. And the thing about it is, and I've heard this applied to a lot of other contexts too, everything from, from the social justice warriors that are out here rattling their sabers and trying to, trying to demonize somebody somewhere for something that, because it's something they don't agree with and they, their nose is out of joint over it. And yes, there are, I, I, everybody knows, I think there are things that need to be fixed. There are things that need to be adjusted. But I also think they're not nearly as bad as a lot of these worthless fucksticks want to make them out to be because the problem is they have no real use or purpose, so they have to create something. They have to make something artificial. And they're the vocal minority, and that's the key word there is the fucking minority. A lot of these people that are raising a stink and, and making so much noise are in the minority. They are not the majority. They're just the loudest voice because the majority of people are too busy dealing with real problems and real worries and trying to keep their families taken care of and to keep their lives organized where the people that aren't been out of shape about some of this shit, they just, they've been shrugging it off and they're getting fed up with it and people are starting to finally act like, oh wait, we're the minority. We're, we're the majority. We're just not making all the noise. Maybe we need to start making the noise and drowning out these assholes. Maybe we need to start putting the assholes who think they run this world and remind them that there's a lot more of us than there are of them. Maybe it's time that we start saying, enough's enough, you've overstayed your welcome, you've overstepped your boundaries, you're not doing any of the shit you seem to think you are. You're not nearly as important as you think you are. You're not nearly as valuable as you think you are. It's time for you to start actually contributing to society or get the fuck on. We don't need this shit anymore. There are enough of us that we should be able to say, look, you are some pissants. This is not okay anymore, and we're not putting up with it anymore. It's, it, it's time for non-compliance. It really is. It's time to say enough's a fucking enough. And... You got a lot of people that are, oh, well, I'm not going to comply, and, they, and they're doing it with little things. And I've actually had somebody say to me, I'm really surprised you're not more vocal about being, you know, opposed to, to wearing a mask. I don't have a problem. I don't like mandates in the terms of, I don't think anybody should be told they have to do something. And I'm going to just say this, and you can do with it what you will. I don't have a problem with wearing a mask becoming more socially acceptable in our society where you're not going to get looked at weird for having a mask on. I don't say it necessarily due to any kind of 
compliance or that I think having a piece of cloth across my face is going to somehow magically stop me from getting the virus and I'm going to be safe because I've got a diapers wrapped around the bottom half of my face. But the thing I'm all right with is I'm completely cool with anything that makes me less readily identifiable when I'm out doing things in public. I'm much, much more comfortable with the whole well, what'd the guy look like when he, when he, you know, said whatever it was that made you, your little butt hurt flare up and the guy made you cry in the parking lot. You're right. That's horrible. We should go get him. What'd he look like? Well, it was a big white guy, had on black pants, a black shirt, a black hat, and he had a black mask covering the bottom half of his face. I didn't get a good look at his eyes either. He had glasses on them. The light was reflecting. I couldn't tell you what color his eyes was. Okay, so the suspect is... Six foot tall, overweight white guy. Good luck with that, you know? I'm I'm totally on board with being less readily identified when I'm out and about in the world. So, yeah, I'm not going to bitch overly much about, oh, well, you want me to wear a mask to come into your store? I think you're a shithead for trying to enforce these rules, but it's your right as a business to say what terms and conditions you want to have apply. Yeah, I'm going to be wearing my mask, and I'm also going to be telling every other one of your patrons if they do something stupid. I'm going to tell them about themselves. If they do something ignorant, I'm going to call them on it. If I see them being just generally obnoxious, if I see parents yelling at their kids for just being kids, yeah, I'm going to mouth off. Now, granted, I would did that before the mask thing was there, but in today's age of you hurt my feelings, I'm going to sue you, it's a lot more comforting to know you're not going to be able to pick me out of a fucking lineup if I don't want you to. And just one last quick little thing I want to touch on before we wrap this one up. And this is kind of actually specifically aimed at certain people who have recently been trying to sort of associate everyone that thinks Biden is doing a absolutely horseshit job at being the president as automatically being pro-Trump or a Trumper or any of the other ridiculous shit people have accused me of recently. I want you to understand something, and I know the people that automatically fall into this, you're either in this camp or the other camp, don't necessarily have the capacity to process this. Otherwise, they would have fucking figured it out. It is completely possible to think that the extreme left, the liberals, the Democrats, the current majority of the U.S. government is a bunch of worthless sacks of asshole without automatically being pro-Trump, pro-right, pro-conservative, pro-whatever general blanket thing is that you want to associate with. It is entirely possible to think they are worthless sacks of assholes at the same time. And you realistically, if you ever want to get make any progress in this world, if you have that mentality of you either have to be one or the other, you need to pull your head out of your ass and grow up. It's entirely possible to acknowledge that both sides are actively fucking over the population of this country without being in either camp. That's where I live. I don't believe either side is worth a damn these days. And so... I just want to put that out there because I, I, I've seen a lot of people replying to social media posts with somebody says something and says, let's go, Brandon, and then the, gets bombarded by all these, oh, pro-Trumper, da-da-da-da-da, sheep learned, learned a new chant and all kinds of other shit. No, it's entirely possible to be opposed to Trump or be opposed to the right wing and still think the people that are running things are fucking up because they are fucking up. 
this obnoxious blind loyalty to a party is going to be the death of this country. And the sooner you people figure that out, the better off we're going to fucking be. There's a, just my little two cents on that. That's how we're going to wrap this episode up. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.